So I'm your co-host, Gordon Myhan, here with our other co-host, Jean-Michel Cliche, and our other co-host, Ariana Martinez. There, we did it. <laughs> we did it. Um, okay, so we just finished watching I, the first scene of the, the movie. chapter. From here on out, let's just call them chapters, because mm-hmm. they're kind of designated as such in the Blu-ray. No, it's not. It's de- designated as scenes. Let's call them chapters anyway. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. As a, Why are we arguing about yeah. this? <laughs> We're not. Just, you maybe, are. Maybe it's just you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so we watched chapter one, timestamp-wise, uh, zero to three minutes and 37, 37 seconds in, for all you, uh... Following along. Following along. <laughs> um, Thanks, Mom. Uh, okay. Should we do a little description of what happens, and then we'll go back through, yeah. like, the, the moments? Yeah, 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 yeah. So, essentially, it's a very short scene mm. of, like... Establishing shots of of New York City and high rises and it's gray and um nighttime. and it's nighttime it's nighttime and we 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 find <laughs> Morris who is um we assume working at a firm uh yep. on Wall Street yep um and he's working away late at night yep. and uh, and it's very clear that it's late at night because the outside sequences depict night like well it's nighttime but skyscrapers were only a few offices yes. right that's a good point so it's not it's not like 6 p.m nighttime it's like early hours of the morning mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's and, a good point and we yeah. zoom in on a corner office that With the light still on the only just the uh, one one room illuminated so then we yeah we come to morris and morris is working away on uh what to an uneducated person like myself who knows nothing about finances just looks like a seismograph um, and a bunch of... <laughs> yes, he's, he's, he's making sure there's the earthquakes in uh, New York City are, are off the charts. Yeah, and they are off the charts. Um, and he's just working away and then he's tap-ity like... tap type tap type 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 Takes a break, has a sip of coffee. Wait, what's this? And he, right. Oh yeah, right. Okay, that's a good point. It's yeah. important, super important. Yeah, and he... That's right. He discovers a mysterious letter. Yes, which is... In his pile of notes. So maybe that's like his mail and he didn't, he just took it all as like one big. No, I think in offices, there's somebody typically that goes around and drops off letters to each of the cubicles and desks. <laughs> right, and they usually, right. There's like just, a page. Well, there's just somebody who. Like an intern. Right, yeah. yeah. Somebody, somebody so, and did, normally did each each desk would have like a basket or something, like an in and out. But our boy mm-hmm. Morris but he's, is. But it's yeah. all over his desk. He's too busy. Mm. They're just like everywhere. Um, and then like a very, um, I, I would love to see like the, like his, his acting choices because it's so unmotivated. He's just like working and he's like, oh, and like surprised that there's a letter sitting there. Right, because as we'll note in the script, it is. Morris he, picks it up, looks at it curiously. Well, it's, so, it, so his reaction to it is that he reaches for his coffee cup, sips and puts it down. His eyes, his eye goes to yeah. the envelope. He picks it up. So it's like, yeah, you're right. In the action, like, there's no description of why he notices no, it. No, it's very unmotivated. He's just like, what? Well, he sets the coffee cup down near the pile of envelopes and papers. That's our boy. Already, already, this is the, this is the dynamic where I'm going to poke holes and Ariana's going to justify it. Which is fine. That's, that's <laughs> as, as it should be. I'm okay. I love this cold open. So right. let's keep going. So, so he finds the envelope and does it say who it's addressed to? I think it's addressed to him. It's addressed to him. It's, it's written really. I, I could have sworn I saw Morris. In right. Okay. Writing. That makes sense. I so, don't remember. All I know is that there's a return address. Mm-hmm, there is right. a return address, and then on the on the flip side of the envelope is uh, like an embossed like 
It's a wax seal. seal. Yeah. With, with, with what you think are snakes. Well, but they're not fucking snakes. Because why the fuck would you immediately think of eels? Right. That's super fair. <laughs> you think of snakes, and you know what snakes symbolize is sinister and evil. Mm-hmm. And so you already know that this movie is going to be crazy. But they're not snakes. They're, they're not eels. Snake eels but but we only find that out later. Who yeah. would argue they're worse than snakes? Fuck <laughs> eels. They're just like wet snakes. <laughs> Yeah. So this is our big first piece, our, our, our first big piece of imagery, which this scene is full of, um, it is the, the, the reoccurring eels that we start seeing. Yeah. So he sees the eels and he like seductively kind of touches them and is like, oh, these feel like eels. I'm and not then, sure it's seductively touching them. I think it's curiously touching them. See, we're going we're gonna to disagree all day. I think it's seductive touching. There's certainly a pretty hilarious insert shot of him touching them with his index finger. Yeah, and just like stroking the length No, tracing. (laughs) Tracing. (laughs) Whatever. Okay, sure. Um, Tracing. So then uh, he starts to feel a little pain in his chest. So he gets up, goes to get a glass of water. That would be after after the second bout of pain. Right, right. right. It's it's like it's an occurrence that's established right away. That, like, he's experiencing this pain and, like, suffers through to continue doing his work on the computer. But eventually, it does get to be too much. And he mm-hmm. goes and gets a glass of water from the water cooler. Which is in the middle of the, like, The middle pen. of the bullpen. Yeah, yeah. Which makes sense. We're, we're, of course, you'd put your water cooler there. Mm-hmm. Everyone's computers right, are still computers? on. Um, <laughs> no, no one else is in the office. So we know that he's, like, the last one there, like, working away. In the script, it's time stamped at 4.19 a.m. Whoa. Okay. He, he's, he's there late. Right. I wonder if there's a clock anywhere where you can see that. Oh, the those Easter eggs? We'll yeah. have to go back. Yeah. It's interesting because it's where the timestamp is is in the very first scene. So it, exterior Midtown Manhattan skyline. So, skyline. so no, there is no 419 timestamp outside. <laughs> right. I'm looking for the clock in the <laughs> yeah. very first shot. <laughs> I think that's just... That's just for us. This is the position of the moon. Like not like not as an audience, but it's just like for the for, reader. For right. the reader. Right. And for for, <laughs> for everybody on set to understand and who's on who every the crew to understand mm-hmm. that they need to establish not a late night, but like an early fucking morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brink of dawn. Mm. Brink of dawn. Brink of dawn. <laughs> Twilight brink of dawn. <laughs> <laughs> um so fuck. Uh so yeah, he gets a drink of water, but then then he has like a legit, very sudden Heart attack. Yes. <gasps> no, you're skipping over other stuff that what? is like important. Okay, okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. Like how there's a shot through a fishbowl. <laughs> right, okay. Or there's the, the goldfish. We, sta- we established right. that he has a goldfish. The, That's then, important. That is but, important yeah. later. But it, yeah. It's, yeah, it is important. But then also, why do we cut to two like family photos? Mm-hmm. To show that he has a family that he's like leaving why? behind right now. We'll, we'll, go, we'll go back and talk about these thematic work things. over his family. Okay, anyway, yeah. so they do they Let's do go, show oh, yeah. they do show that he has and his golden uh, retriever. He has he In has, the script it it, it it like isn't just that he has a picture of family, it's that he has a picture of family and a picture of him <laughs> with a dog. No, it doesn't even specify that it's family. It says one shows two young girls with missing teeth. So obviously like children growing up. We assume they're his daughters, but who knows? Yeah, and whose dog <laughs> And then him with a golden retriever. <laughs> Probably his dog. <laughs> so yeah, I suppose it's it's out this man has a family mm-hmm. which he is not with right now. No. Because it's four nineteen in the morning. Right. Our main character. Morris. Morris. <laughs> as of, as far as we know right now. Great great sound design. Yeah. When he has that heart attack, the sound effect of that and like the... It feels the, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's it's very jarring it, and unsettling. It, it, it um, made me jump mm-hmm. first time. 
first time I saw it. So he has a heart attack. He knocks the water cool over, and it like glug glug glugs all over the floor. And it says glug 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 right does. in the script, all in capitals. <laughs> and so that happens, and then like essentially there's a sequence of shots where he's like dying alone in this office. And um, it pans over. <laughs> the, 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 the salesman ends. of the year. Yeah, I love it. Well, yeah. Okay. Well, let's let's finish let's finish talking about the scene. So it cuts, he dies. Yeah, yeah. Goes over. Shows that he was the salesman of the year. Wide shot of all of the illuminated computers. Seismographs on all of them. That's right. Cure for wellness. A cure for wellness. A cure for wellness. Sorry. A cure for wellness. It shows up. Yeah. yeah. Title, title, title title card. Title card. That's and that's scene. the scene. That's yeah. it. So so it's like I guess kind of an inciting incident as far as what's going to happen next because the Morris getting that letter that letter is what gets Lockhart to go to the uh, the wellness center in Switzerland, mm-hmm. but let's just like, I guess on a thematic level, this is kind of what the movie's about, right? Yeah. So if if you're watching this along with the film, just so you know, we don't really ever talk about this moment. We don't really. I don't think Morris ever gets mentioned outright. I Lockhart think... moves into his office. We know that. Yes. Our main character moves into his office, and then that letter is important. But that's yeah. pretty much it. As far as plot, there's lots of thematic stuff in here. Hmm. But we got the water yeah. cooling around him. We got he dies. That- he dies literally in a giant pool of water. Mm-hmm. Water's a big... It's all about the water in this movie. Mm. I'm going to have a drink of it right now. Sip that up. <sighs> Gross. <laughs> I, I, I laugh every time I see it. Well, maybe not the first time, but the second viewing and then watching it this time when it pans over... <laughs> to him as salesman of the year and it's just like it's like and at what cost right yeah then, is that what it's saying like it, yeah. he's being punished for being part of like the capitalist machine i don't think he's being punished i think it's 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 showing that this is a man who put his values in making money mm. and not with family again we're we're here at at 4 30 in the morning and he's not home with his golden retriever and his two Teethless children. <laughs> he's he's here working, working on the stocks. I don't know. The, the, yeah, I love that we work I don't, on stocks. Full disclosure, I don't know anything about the stock market. No, me so either. I feel like this is okay. The movie doesn't. But, but this movie well, doesn't either. He's on it. He's he's there when nobody else is there, and that's yeah. how he got salesman of the year. What is it? He sixty eight million in total revenue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bitch, bitch made money. Bitch made money. Morris. He was there at four o'clock in the morning and there was an update and he was ready for that update on his computer. Yeah. He's working hard, typing away. So, and the other big image is the eels that we see for the first time. Yeah. Which, which, which Ariana brings up a great point. It's like, yeah. You first time watching it. Yeah. It's like snakes. When you see some, something like that, my mind doesn't immediately, well, it does now. Yes. I, <laughs> changed forever. Yeah, changed forever by this movie. But yeah, your mind doesn't immediately go to eels. No. <laughs> goes to snakes. Snakes is like a more symbolic, like, yeah. I didn't watch Harry Potter for the first time, but like, yeah, no, there's the house that's like the lion, the griffin, the eel, and the badger. <laughs> One of them's animal is a badger? Yeah, yeah Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. You're a Hufflepuff, aren't you? You're a fucking griffin. What was I? I did the test. I think I'm Ravenclaw. What? And that's a raven, right? Yeah. Is he Ravenclaw? Yeah. He is Ravenclaw. I know. He's dumb as hell. You would never be able to tell. Yo, so <laughs> Yo, it's not all about that smarts with Ravenclaw. They also got other characteristics. They can't They can't all just be smarties in there. Also, hey, I'm not dumb. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about this on our parallel podcast. What do you think Lockhart... 
what do you well, like Slytherin? Cr- they're Crowley. all everybody, everybody on Wall is... Street is Slytherin. Are you insane? Is that what you're gonna ask? Uh, yeah. What, yes. what house? <laughs> I love that. Ariana knew exactly what I was gonna ask. Of course, but, yeah. they're yeah. all Slytherin. They're all everybody on Wall Street is is so ambitious that they're blinded by it. Mm-hmm. Which is like the That's downfall it. to Slytherin because right. they're all about power. That's right. It's about it's about power and getting getting what you want at 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 whatever cost is necessary. Cool. Are you I'm a Slytherin? Cool. No, I just under- I just understand that. <laughs> what else happened in this scene? Um, oh, the, 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 the very first, very first thing. Okay, so it opens on the skyscrapers, but with our beautiful our opening song, our opening, yeah, yeah, our opening, opening song, yeah, the song that is hauntingly beautiful that plays throughout the film, that is just sung by Mia Goth's character at some point. Yes. Yeah. So it's both it's both like diegetic. score and yeah, diegetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that that starts the film, mm. and we have the skyscraper. Because isn't that oh, we'll get in there? But that that he plays he gets the little ballerina from his mom and plays it. Is that the same and it's, song? And it's the song. Which yeah. is why later when she's singing it, he's like, "How do you know that song? Does he say that? I don't remember. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know that any of that is true. <laughs> We're gonna find." <laughs> But but yeah, this podcast is not based on fact. <laughs> it is only feeling. I love that song so much, and it comes the refrain. A refrain of it happens when the when the title card comes up after after Morris has passed away. Mm-hmm. Passed away very violently. And but like that's when I remember I gave my when I gave my description of the film in in our little prequel episode. That's what I'm talking about. It's all about like it's all about business. It is, it's set up that way, it's thematically that way, but that just doesn't play out throughout the movie, right? It's kind of bookended a little bit. A little bit, yeah. Yeah, because the, like, yeah. Like, our, our, like, we'll get into it in the next episode, but our beloved Wall Street characters (laughs) don't come back until, like, the very very end. And I love that they come back. Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. It's the three of them. They show up in a car. There was somebody on crew that said, hey, are we going to resolve the thing that we, that we started with? And Gore and Justin were like, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. bring them back. Yeah. Bring them back for that last bit where they all fly up to Switzerland. Isn't that in the Alps? It doesn't matter. They, yeah, it's, it's Wall Street. Everyone, everyone abandoned post <laughs> while the firm was exploding. I think, and I might be, I might be wrong, but I think that the reason that Lockhart is promoted is because there was an opening. Yes. And the I reason he was right. promoted is because he did, he... He cut corners. Mm-hmm. He cut corners and did and broke some rules and some laws to get on top to be the next in line for that promotion. Mm-hmm. And that's why the board, the board of other Wall Streeters yep. are saying, hey, that's we're not going to out you if you go and get Pembroke because we want him to be the fall guy because yeah, yeah, that yeah. saves all of our assets yeah, yeah, yeah. to the fellow members of the board. Right. But it's it's sent to Morris. And Morris is on the board. He must be. Which is why okay, which is why Lockhart is yeah invited into that to, meeting or something right. Like he doesn't get to be, like, like he doesn't get the position slash get to be on the board unless he finds somebody to like be the fall right. Which is Pembroke because he's the one who is quote unquote clinically insane because he's fuck. In, this is complicated. Oh. It's, uh, it's it doesn't don't worry about it because <laughs> they move on from it pretty quick. Right, it's fun to yeah. <laughs> They do move on. Yeah, they move on very quick. Um, the movie becomes less about finding Penbrook and more about... The mission is immediately dropped. Yes. 
And now there's like a different a different problem that Lockhart needs to solve <laughs> you, when he gets there. You know what's great is that the film drops the mission, but Dane but, DeHaan, but Dane DeHaan never and does. does not drop he's, the mission. Throughout the entire film, like he's like strapped to a machine, they're like drilling his teeth open, and he's like, Where's Pembroke? And the movie has long forgotten that plot. Because he's because he's driven by by like by greed and ambition. Just mm-hmm. like Morris, and that's that's why this first scene is about that. It's so interesting. Like, Morris is... Like, I know Morris is, like, working late, and he's not with his family and stuff. Um, and he's, like, a very successful businessman. 68 million. 68 million. But he's not, like, on the same level as Lockhart and Dane DeHaan, because Dane DeHaan is a... Or Lockhart, sorry, not Dane DeHaan. Lockhart is, like, a bad person who's lied and cheated his way up the ladder. Right. Whereas Morris it seems like a very hardworking man who is cosmically, like, punished for for his job. And I get, like, I get that's the, the point of the movie, but it just seems like Lockhart's on a whole different level than than poor Morris. Seems like a real scapegoat, is yeah, what but I'm saying. Yeah, but you forget that Lockhart has, like, a, a dark past. What does that mean? I, Morris about. has no dark past. Well, that we know of. That we know Fuck. of. That's fair. Like, what's the, what's that deal with, like... The dog? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he even buy that dog? Yeah. Whose dog is <laughs> Whose kids are those? Why are they missing teeth? <gasps> oh my god, wait. Oh, no. <laughs> no, but check it out. Check it out. Okay, in the script, specifically oh, says... Oh, shit! Specifically says... Where is this? Oh missing teeth, missing is, teeth is a theme, because it, later in the film, people lose teeth. That's why I gasped, yeah. This Oh, fuck. This scene is super important, not for plot, but for, like... It's like an eye spy of, like, here's what's gonna happen in this movie. Where does the golden retriever come in? Uh, golden retriever, gold fish, making gold, making money. That's not anything. That has nothing to do with the wellness, <laughs> that the wellness spa does But not. I'm proud of you for your word association. <laughs> uh, golden retriever. That's like a classic. There is there a golden retriever character? What about that lady who like helps him solve the... Well, you're saying, well, no, you're saying like Rebecca, a... Rebecca, is that there's, her name? There, Like there's thematically a character that is, is a, a golden, golden retriever. Because what does a golden retriever represent? Like a loyal friend? He, yes. He doesn't... Maybe, maybe he doesn't make, make a damn friend in this place. <laughs> no, he's he so he make, unlikable. He does make friends. He does make friends. He makes three friends. <laughs> no, he makes no, he three doesn't. friends: the two old people playing chess and the lady with the crosswords. Those are okay. Just because you just speak with someone doesn't mean you're a friend I with would, them. I would argue Mia Goth's character does become his friend. Yes, that's it though. He makes nice. He is kind-ish to to, <laughs> to the kind. other patients. He, he, he is willing to speak with them when they speak to him. It's right. like kind of rude to them. But also, like, yeah. at some point, he does eventually just, like, chill out with them. But it's always because he's leaving. He's like, he's like I'm getting out of here. Right. And then they're like, oh, why don't you stay? And he's like, fuck everyone. I'm, I'm getting, where's Pembroke? I'm going to get out of here. <laughs> Fucking limping around on his crutches. So, yeah. What else? Okay, so, so yeah, that's actually a great point. I mean, it's not a great point. These are awful. But, so, yeah, the eye spy of, of this first scene, the water. The water. The water stuff is, like, pretty iconic. Yeah. That water's gonna have a big deal with this movie. Even the, the fish. Two, like, yeah, fish, toothless children, golden retriever, heart attack. <sighs> heart attack, no. I don't yeah. think, really. I think the heart attack just is just death. Like, mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. that eventually... Capitalism. Yeah, it, you're, it you're the, like... The stress of it all, the stress of trying to be happy in terms of of monetary gain mm. will be what kills you. Okay, okay, so if that's... That's the, that's the sickness. That's right, okay, so that's what I was going to say. Like, if that's the case, the sickness is exactly, you, you are, we are unwell as a society because we are focused on 
financial gain. That's right. Like, people consider themselves to be, there's literally a saying, being well off when you have money, mm. when you have a cushion to, to fall back on. And there's a, the cure for that wellness is to... <laughs> is what? To go, Let her finish. To go... This, it's just the, like, the, it's a spa. Like, you're supposed to, like, find yourself. Like, be one with your soul. And, like, be, like, it just finding you. You were describing not... a different movie, though. That's a real spa. That's, yeah, but the, 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 the spa is a real spa. Yeah, like, the spa is a real spa. He just, he did the, the Volmer character as well, as well. He, he's just using it for other gains. But the spa is still working as a spa. The spa They're just people, stealing people's life Oh, fuck life you, right. I never realized, never realized that it's, like, a front. Yeah. Yeah, the spa is a front. And then the, the reason they're able to stay in, quote-unquote, business is because only rich people are able to afford it. And they never leave because they're getting physically ill, but mentally well. Whoa. They enjoy being there. They love right. being there. But they're sick, so they stay. Yeah, yeah. They keep getting... They lose their teeth and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Because of... And, oh, we'll get into it. And they and that's what that's what keeps the the business, the front, afloat. Because all of these wealthy people are paying to be there. Because they think that that is where they are their best selves. Guys, we just figured this movie out? In the first scene? No. No. <laughs> no. Like, that's, that's the thing. You can look at this movie and you can draw your own conclusions, right? But it's like a connect the dot if you have to... But you skip 90% of the dots to make your image. <laughs> that's just a line. That's... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's like which just, I would argue is a plot. <laughs> so fucking scribble. If, if your connect the dot was of like Clifford the big red dog, yes, you don't get Clifford, you get a scribble. A scribble. You get a scribble, but a scribble is still art. It's still a line. Yeah. yeah, you still put the pen on the paper, and you did something that you feel good about. It just wasn't the outcome that you were expecting. Like New York City skyscrapers or whatever. Because like that imagery never really comes back again. Not no, really. there's a there's a big juxtaposition between the the Manhattan skyline and then the like Swiss Switzerland Alps. Mm-hmm. Swiss Alps. Yeah. It's beautiful. We see we see hard concrete jungle created by man for man, nice. and then nature. What nature has to offer. There right. is just the one building in in the in the wellness spa and a lot of it like a lot of them are outside and and you're right that it is like a juxtaposition of of man-made versus nature because like water is such a big part Mm -hmm. of the wellness center they're always in water and drinking water and that's what they talk about and like there are animals (laughs) that we get into but like there's a cycle of nature that takes Mm -hmm. place so yeah i guess and even in the wellness spa the badness that comes from it the bad stuff is man like imposing its twist on nature for for gain still right like oh shit volmer's like still he's volmer's not well either no he's like a capitalist in his own yeah he's the most unwell the spa the idea of the spa itself is so pure but it's being used in a capitalist way just like new york city that sentence didn't really make a whole lot of sense. I thought I was going to figure out what I was saying. <laughs> but, but like, there's yes, something there. There's something there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's a lot of foundation being built in this in this cold open that we can draw upon. People aren't watching A Cure for Wellness to, like, period. study it. No, period, <laughs> to study it. But, but, Except for us. But what we need is there. Like, they... The the clues and all of the supporting pieces are there right from the beginning. 
Yeah, I suppose that's true. They just they're just pieces to set up like something that doesn't really pan out. But I I I agree. <laughs> even even um visually, like this movie is very visual. I would I would like at some point to watch this movie without the sound and see if I enjoy it more because it's just really nice to watch. Yes, it's beautiful. Um, even even being in that bullpen full of lit screens, it was a striking image. Totally. And it's all it's mostly the same like kinds of images on the screen so there's this idea of like repetition and we see, um, conformity we see, we see that throughout the whole thing where it's it's a grand scale where we it's a wide shot of several of the same thing so all of the the wellness patients doing water aerobics all of the people dressed in white dancing, dancing and on fire right like it's this just, movie goes places guys it's we it's all about the striking imagery that also provides uh, a message Mm -hmm. yeah do you want to hear from our boy dane dehan on why audiences should go see this movie i think that's a great idea uh an opportunity to watch a movie that is compelling but also terrifying and i think that um you know it'll be a good time it'll be fun it'll be a fun movie to watch in a movie that leaves an impression on you in a movie that (laughs) will have certain scenes that'll shock you Okay, so he's not wrong. Like a dare. Like I dare you to go see the movie. (laughs) He's not wrong. No, no, he's not wrong. It is fun. Yeah, it is compelling. (laughs) Dane DeHaan dares you to see this movie. Yeah, (laughs) we accept that dare. I'd do anything that he tells me to do. Is there a segment we wanted to do? Is there anything like that that we wanted to do per per episode? Is there anything? I feel like the segment. If there are segments, they'd probably make more sense with like when we get into the movie. Yeah, because we're, we're not in the, the movie. Start yet. of the movie yet. This is the a cold. lot of a lot of what we're doing is riffing off of like pulling, pu- extracting pieces from the cold open and relaying them to things we already know exist. Yeah. <laughs> do we? Ha- there were a bunch of those interviews. Yeah. Is yeah. there anything else? Well, like- there's stuff that's relevant to. The movie, but I'm still trying to find, like, this is, like, the start of it. Right. Is there anything, like, design-wise that anyone talks about? Who's the uh, art director for this film? They're worth talking about, giving a shout-out. They were snubbed for the 2018 Oscars. Were they nominated? No. Oh. Wait, Cure for Wellness wasn't nominated for an Oscar? No. No. I think, I think we could all agree with this. If the movie wasn't as pretty, it would not be, like, worth talking about. No, because half of the concepts are are visual. Mm-hmm. It's a very visual movie, which is why this is a perfect podcast. <laughs> <laughs> here, here is um, Jason Isaacs on his first reaction when reading the script. Oh, that's great! That's great! This is perfect. When I read the script, I had the same reaction I hope the audience has, which is I had no idea what was happening and, uh, <laughs> and who to trust, and whether I was insane or whether Dane's character Lockhart was insane and whether this place that I run this institution was Shangri-La or uh, an evil cult. Yes. Wow, yeah. Can you imagine being an actor for a film and not knowing what the fuck is going on? <laughs> <laughs> that's oh, that's great. I love I love how enthusiastic everyone is about it because you have to be in those interviews, right? Mm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> Dane's not enthusiastic. D- well, D- no, movie. Dane's not enthusiastic about anything. Have you seen he's the- right. as enthusiastic as he's going to get. Yeah, as, right. as, as Dane can muster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, everyone's like so on board 
at least in the interviews, with like, oh, we were so confused and it was so much fun. Like, it was this like unexpected journey of like, I don't know who my character is and you don't know who your character is. Are you is. insane? Are Am you I insane? insane? Right. I feel like some of us should know, but we don't. So is we're this just, a cult? Let's just film it. Let's just do it and see what happens. Yeah. Because it's true, along the way, <laughs> you don't know, you don't know where everyone falls. They're in this mental institution, right? right? Or the spa that treats mental wellness. Um, kind of anyway. Um, but yeah, you don't know where everyone falls as far as like, is, is Pembroke actually unwell? Is Dane DeHaan unwell? I love that we're just calling him Dane DeHaan. Sorry. Lockhart is, is Lockhart unwell? Is Vollmer unwell? You watch this first scene of the movie mm-hmm. and you have no idea what this movie's going to be. That's right. About. That's right. Literally absolutely no idea. Because none of none of that stuff is even mentioned. Whether or not it's a the only the only clue you get is a, a weird looking letter that has a seal of what looks like snakes, mm-hmm. and that's your that's your that's your mystery. That's what this first scene does. It sets up this this mystery that is going to explode into your brain. Yeah, it's great. He on. doesn't even open that letter. He, di- about, but, he dies Morris before he opens that Morris letter. Does not, yeah, Morris, <laughs> More saw, sees that letter, is a little intrigued, and then goes back to work. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then wait. he has he has the 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 beginning happenings of a heart attack. Yeah. Sorry. So I just realized. So okay, what time does mail typically arrive in, in an office? <laughs> Mid- midday. Midday. Yeah. And like, so it comes midday, and then it like gets given to uh, an intern or whatever, sure. and they they say say it's a, a real busy day, and they don't have time to get to it until before they leave. Right. Leave probably like four o'clock, five o'clock. You're an intern, right? So he, so he's been sitting there hypothetically yep. since like the beginning of the day. Yep. The mail is delivered at f- at the latest five o'clock. Yep. And it's now four a.m. Yep. And so <laughs> since five o'clock p.m., that letter has been sitting there, and he's not noticed it or bothered to look at it until it's four in the morning. Let me add, it was not on the top of the pile. What he pulled it out from underneath? Other paper. How did he notice it then? It was there was a corner sticking out. Okay. Right, but right, but like it's four in the morning. When you just like when your mind just be, I get it. It's a movie. Things have to happen so that the movie can happen. Do you guys think that? Yeah, like, but the corner, wait. the corner, it, it has the return address for Switzerland. Wouldn't that catch your attention? Is no. that the corner that was sticking out? Then hell yeah, it would. I mean, probably. Fuck <laughs> no. But you're 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 a multi like you're you're a huge business firm, right? Don't you need to check your mail? D- fuck. Yeah. All of this, no, no, no. Yeah. All of the shit that he needs is on the computer. Do you guys think that if he didn't die, that he would have just stayed at work till the next day? And like, how hardcore is that? Like, dude, you gotta go home to go to sleep. It's like, it was four o'clock in the morning. Yes. Like, work is gonna start like in a couple hours. That's a good point. Do you think he was gonna go home? Or do you think no. he was just... Probably sleep sleep at his desk and like for a couple of hours. But oh. that's really funny. Imagine a movie where... <laughs> Imagine a movie where he doesn't die. <laughs> this is the movie's about Morris. Going the movie's on about adventure. yeah, yeah. That's a because he almost like he's this close to being the the guy. The guy. Yeah. Right. I think that's no, no, true. no, no, no. I don't think they would have sent Morris. They sent Lockhart because he he had cut corners. Right. And we, they sent and our Lockhart boy Morris because they they blackmailed Lockhart to go. Yes. What does cut corners mean? They don't really like go he, into it. He cheated. He cheated his way. Like, into making deals and making money. Right. Which they don't really go into. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, if people knew how to fucking cheat the stock markets, don't you think everybody would be doing it? <laughs> so they don't go into it. Right. For the, the safety of the, the safety. American <laughs> economy. Of the U.S. economy, yes. 
<laughs> I didn't understand what you were saying until Michelle explained it, and that is my favorite thing. So, so in a world where Morris doesn't die, you don't he, think that he's the main character. You think there's still Morris is just get to he just gets to live his life and be a part of the merger, but they still send Lockhart. He's on he the is, board. He, Sixty-eight million in revenue. You think they're gonna fucking risk sending a Morris to Switzerland? <laughs> no. Okay. Um, I'm gonna send the intern. The one that drops off the, drops the letters. <laughs> Do you guys think Morris is divorced? Yes. Yeah. Because, because there's no picture we never, we didn't of look a wife. At, we see we see hands, but we didn't. I didn't look for a ring. But also, like, oh. no picture of wife, just picture of children and dog. Right. That's like a choice. And and he's in the picture with the dog, yeah. not with the girls. Right. So the girls live with the mom. Is he and in the picture with the girls? No, no he's, he's not. not. It's, just the, it's just the two girls. Of, obviously, because he's not there to be a father. Right. He's working right. At the, he's working at the. Right, so, so he has nothing. So he has nothing. Yeah. yeah. And he dies. Right. So this is this is the end of his spiral, right? Yeah. His his like descent. That's a great into... point. All he has is that golden retriever. Yeah. Well, it's, Fuck, that golden retriever is gonna die, guys. It's but it's the same. It's 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 again. Just like so. His fish. So Morris is also foreshadowing because he is in the same position as the up and coming Lockhart. Yeah. Lockhart has mm. has no family. No. He even neglects his own mother. To do as we'll see to do the mother. Oh, this I can't job. wait. I can't wait to start talking about the mom. So, so yeah, I think <laughs> that this cold open is really important. Yeah, and valuable. Mostly valuable. Mostly valuable. Yeah. Okay. It's yeah. Mostly valuable. Maybe not important. I don't know. Oh man, I can't wait to keep watching this movie. <laughs> I got this. Got me jazzed like hardcore. Yeah. I love the idea. Sorry, I, I I know we're dwelling on, but I really love the idea of where Morris doesn't die, and just imagining what that universe is like. He's just—it's the same movie, but Morris is like on the board in the next scene, and like Lockhart doesn't have a corner, like corner office. office. In my director's cut of this, where we get rid of the scene, and then we like CGI Morris, Morris in. into all the but scenes. We only have- there's only there's only like footage of him like kind of like clutching his chest. So like so like Lockhart says something that's like kind of like that disgusts him. So they cut to like a CGI Morris right. like clutching his chest. Like oh gross. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That movie is better. That movie is better. You guys are disrespectful <laughs> to the film. To the film. Who played Morris? Do you guys think? We look it up. No, don't no, don't don't tell don't do me. It. Just tell me tell me what you think. Who we think <laughs> like what we think his name might be. It's kind of familiar. He has like one of those like familiar like relatable faces. Yeah. Let me let's look it up. Yeah. This is important. You guys kill kill some time. Yeah, you're killing this. Time. <laughs> Take that time. You literally have the easiest job. Okay. Um okay, so I don't know. I wonder what he's billed. Probably pretty low. <laughs> his name's Craig. Craig Rowe. Craig Rowe. He was in uh, the show The Good Fight in one episode. His character's name is Bob. He he plays the character Saul in two episodes in Mr. Robot. I feel like he's like the guy that comes in and does like the 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 Morris part mm-hmm. in other things. That's great. I like that. We need a guy to come in and die. Can someone get Craig? Can someone get Craig? Yeah. Craig, if you're listening to this, get in touch. We'd love to talk. I think he, he did a good job. Like, th- yeah. Yeah. It's like the... It's like part sound design, part performance. Like I'm sold on the the scariness of the heart attack that happens. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The it's it's a long shot of him like slowly dying. Mm. Um. And yeah, the like the stuff that's like weird in it is is script stuff. It's like 
not acting choices. He's doing his job sitting there and he notices that envelope and he finds a way to fucking notice that envelope. You you believe that he just found it. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, Craig. R.I.P. Morris. Yeah. Let's keep an ear out for if they do mention Morris in the, like, yeah. the next oh, scene. Yeah, oh, for sure. Because I I do not recall them. Like, watching it for the... So this is... this is Watching it for the second time. So I saw it, we saw it in theaters. Yeah. I watched it for the second time. When the movie started, I was like, holy shit, I forgot about this scene. Right. I forgot this whole moment happens where you get this... This the open, cold open. The cold open, yeah. Exactly. It's like, it's thematically relevant, not particularly story relevant. I think we can all agree to that. No, I disagree. Damn it. <laughs> I the, it is the inciting incident. Yeah, but it's a dumb inciting incident. No, it's not. Okay. I am ten out of ten for this open, and I did not forget about the open. Really? Okay. And I I I think they do mention him. Oh, they definitely do, and I we will pay attention. I think they do mention him in the boardroom. We'll do a Morris count. Let's do a Morris a count. Morris well, count. Every gonna, time... Nobody's fucking going to talk about Morris no, 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 in no. the wellness spa. <laughs> <laughs> right. Morris count for the next scene. How many times it's mentioned, like, how much they talk about him. They don't have to say his name. Every time they talk about that character, right. we'll, we'll make a note of it. Do Lockhart and Pembroke, when they eventually do talk, I think that talk about Lockhart Morris. Talk, oh my God. talks about how no. Morris died. No! What? Why the fuck do you, did they send Morris? They oh! Does he say that? I, I, I think that he does. Why didn't they say? Well, we know why they didn't send Morris. He's he's not oh my a God, pawn. I'm, now I'm so excited for that meeting to see if like if they talk about Morris. I really do think that you know when they're in the like when yeah 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 oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah I know what you're talking about yeah the, not the the swimming pool oh yeah he's they like, start in the spa and then they go to the swimming pool and then he goes underwater for a really long time and it's yeah, like, did he disappear? <laughs> Dana Hall's like this guy's weird and then he comes back up yeah it's great yeah oh man fuck all right. Morris Watch. Morris Watch. That's, that's going to be Morris one of Watch our segments. 2018. Yeah, yeah. Segment that we talk about in every episode is like, is Morris mentioned? Yes or no? It could be quick. usually no. Usually no. But <laughs> in the, yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm feeling good. Um, I, yeah. I can't wait to keep watching this movie. Uh, and signing off, our classic here for wellness sign off. Uh, I guess well, last time we did like the the song. Yeah. I don't know if I like that. I hated it. Let's just yeah. say goodbye. Yeah, I don't think we need a classic Cure for Wellness. Yeah, we'll just see you all next time on uh, the Cure for a Cure for Wellness podcast. Thanks. And, okay. Have a great day, folks. This show is hosted by Jean-Michel Cliche, Arietta Martinez, and Gordon Myhan, and is produced by Hot Garbage Comedy Collective. Like us on Facebook at The Cure for a Cure for Wellness, and follow us on Twitter at The Cure for a Cure. The Cure for Wellness timestamp for the next episode is 3 minutes and 37 seconds to 9 minutes and 51 seconds. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.